0: Greetings and welcome to Shnayim Mikra. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. It's my pleasure to be studying with you via this wonderful new technological vehicle for studying Torah, Shnayim Mikra, which is sponsored by the Orthodox Union hosted here at ou.org, uh, where we study in each podcast one of the aliyot of the current week's parashah, This week we are studying Parashat Aharimot, and we are now in the fourth Aliyah, which begins with the beginning of Perak Yod Zion, chapter 17, which, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, is the beginning of a bridge section in Sefer Vayikra. (coughs) Um, In Perak Tad Zion, which we dealt with in the first three Aliyot, we got a description of the procedure of Taharat HaMikdash, or Taharat Mishkan, or Kaparat which we then found out at the end of that parak was to be done once a year on Yom HaKippurim. Now we move outside of the precincts of the Mishkan, <coughs> but directly in um, the periphery and effect of the Mishkan. Now note that this mitzvah is given to all of B'nai Yisrael, but it starts with the Haronu Banav. We'll see why. This is the command that God gave. Now notice, the command, as Hashem says to Moshe, tell this to Aaron and his sons, which means the Kohanim, and the B'nai Israel, but the command is regarding anybody from B'nai Yisrael. So why is our Ar- and, and his children mentioned it? We'll take a look in a minute. <speaking> in <Hebrew> who slaughters an ox, a lamb, or a goat. And of course, those are the three groups of mammals that are brought on the Mizbech. <speaking in Hebrew> who slaughters it in the camp. Or Asher Yishchat Michutz, or outside of the camp. Fel Petach <speaking in Hebrew> If he does not bring it to Petach <speaking in Hebrew> O'moed, meaning... To be slaughtered in front of the door of the Mikdash Korban Ladunai to bring it as a Korban, the Femishkan Adunai, Dam La Ishahu Dam That is considered as if he spilled blood. and this man is cut off from his nation. This is of course the punishment of Karet. What's the purpose? And here the Torah explicitly tells us the purpose of this so that they should bring all of the animals that they slaughter out in the field, that they should bring it to the door of O'mway, to the Kohen, and they should turn them into Shlamim to In other words, the Torah is very explicit here. The intent and purpose of this prohibition, which we refer to as is to ensure that B'nai Yisrael Bring all of the animals they slaughter to the Mishkan, and they turn them all into shlamim. So there is no such thing in this context as just having a barbecue. If you're going to have meat, it's a korban. And of course, the kohen does recat adam. And he turns the fire, the fats, into smoke on the mizbeach as a pleasing odor to Hashem. And what will be the consequence of this? They will no longer offer up their animals to the demons, the the, the desert demons, Sirim, that they and that they follow or that they whore after. And that's the end of the of the piece. <coughs> so now what are we going to make of this? The parameters are very clear although the parameters certainly change uh, with, with time. But in this context, the parameters are that nobody in the camp may have any meat without slaughtering it as a shlamim, turning it into a korban. But the purpose of it is twofold. One is to ensure that all of the animals they slaughter will be brought as shlamim. It's a positive purpose that any time that B'nai Yisrael enjoy meat, it should be in the context of a korban, of shlamim, almost like communion with God. And on the other hand, it is to prevent offering up animals to the desert demons that they either do or after, that they have a tendency to or after, that they might or after. So therefore, Now, how is this parsha interpreted halachically? It's interpreted halachically because of a later parsha in Re'eh. It's interpreted halachically to mean that you are not allowed to offer up a korban outside of the precincts of the Mishkan. And the reason for that is because later in parsha Re'eh we're given the heter of what we call basar ta'ava to eat meat if we're far away from the Mishkan. We don't have to bring it as a shlamim. You're allowed to eat such meat. So therefore, shchutei echutz then becomes a prohibition of offering up a korban outside of the precincts of the Mishkan. There is one phrase here I'd like to take a look at. We have a short piece, so we have a little extra time to look at it. And that is in Pasuk <coughs> Talud, It will be considered as if this man spilt blood. What does that mean? After all, if we're talking about animal blood, well, there's nothing wrong with spilling animal blood. There's no prohibition against spilling animal blood at all. Um, of course, we don't do it needlessly. But why would that bring karate? On the other hand, are you going to tell me the dami chashev means it's as if you killed a person? Well, why would it be if I took a lamb that I own and I bring it uh, in, in my own backyard and slaughter it, it's like I killed a person. Uh, how is that considered uh, to be the case? So Ramban points us to uh, an interesting direction which is that we consider this to be as if the status that existed before Noah. have to remember that Adam HaRishon, as the Sugyan Sanhedrin and <coughs> Daf uh, Nunchet says, Adam HaRishon was uh, vegetarian, he was not allowed to eat meat, Daf Nunchet, and uh, that was only something that was permitted to B'nai Noach, and therefore spilling the blood of any animal would be considered like Shvichot Tamim, as a result of that, what happens? We find that when Noah comes out of the tevah, they are allowed to eat meat. And now B'nai Yisrael are directed that in order to continue that heter of eating meat, it has to be done within the context of the Mishkan. It has to be done within the context of a Shlamim. So that from the heter of B'nai Noach, B'nai Yisrael are raised to a level not necessarily the austere... An ethereal, a, a noble level that Adam Rishon was at, but something just beneath that, which is we do not eat meat, just for the sake of eating meat, but it's always within the context of a korban. However, that's offset by the consideration in pasuke, which is sorry in pasuk zayin, which is that there is another consideration, and that is slaughtering meat out in the field carries with it two connotations. One is an omission of participation with God in eating the meat, but the other one is the concern that it may be offering it up to these demons of the field, uh, that, that people would have a tendency to do within that pagan culture. To ensure that that would not be the case, at least while in the meat bar, the rule was any meat that is eaten has to be eaten and slaughtered with, slaughtered, sorry, within the precincts of the mikdash and offered as a korban shlamim. We'll pick it up in the next podcast at Pasuk Chet in the 5th Aliyah. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.